Welcome to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm your studio host, Oren Stewart. We have another amazing show in store for you today. Stay tuned. You do not want to miss it. Again, thank you for joining us here at Checking In. I'm your studio host, Oren Stewart. And now let's introduce our host of the show, Mrs. Miranda Kitterland Lynch and Mr. Leon Thomas. Welcome. Oren, if my students listen to this, they're going to get on to you. Oh, I said Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you mentioned that to me before. <laughs> you all have a great show. Thank you. Thanks. Miranda, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? I am groovy. Yeah, everything is is rocking on. We're right after Thanksgiving. How was holiday? It was good. It was good. I only had to cook one thing. So <laughs> one thing, and that was I was assigned the baked mac and cheese. Aha. Shout uh -huh. out to Kathy Martin for giving me a recipe. It okay. did not come out of a blue box. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, yeah. That's the win right there. If it doesn't come out of the blue box, everything else is a win. Right on. I love it. I Thank love you. it. Yeah. <clears throat> in another episode, I was telling you about my son yes. um, who went into culinary and he uh, works in management now for a, a restaurant brand. And um, we had a nice Thanksgiving. You put him to work, right? You made him cook all the things? I did not put him to work. He decided, he offered, he said, I will cook this. And the other son who has an interest in cooking, but is not working culinary, he's an editor. He decided to cook also. So I didn't touch a thing. I mean, I ate, but I didn't cook anything. Nice, nice. I look forward to the days when I get to just sit back and relax and my children do it all. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a great <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So here we are at episode number 12 of Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. How about them apples? I know. And I was prepared because you ask me every episode, what episode are we on? And I wrote it down so that I would know the answer this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess I, I shouldn't have said we were on episode 12. I should have asked to kind of do the quiz thing. Maybe we'll make that a standard for every show. Right. I love it. Yes. That's right. our new thing. And by the way, I cannot believe how many people are reaching out to be on the show. And if anybody listening is interested, it's it, the line is growing and I love it. Yes, indeed it is. If you'd like to be a guest on checking in a lodging DEI chat, you can email Miranda and her email address is M-K-I-T-T-E-R-L at F-I-U.edu. Or like I always say, just Google me. You're not going to find another Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. Yes, there it is. You know, I love that line too. And you can email me. My email address is leonthetrainer at gmail.com. So looking forward to having you as a guest on Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. Miranda, we have a great show today. I'm so looking forward, been looking forward to this episode for, for a long, long time. And, and here's one of the reasons why. One of the things that you and I have talked about a lot is the hotel industry, brands within the industry, talking the game, but not doing. Yes. And we wanted to highlight one of the things we talked about when we were preparing 
uh, our this series was that we wanted to be sure to talk about people and companies that are doing something about the issues. And we have that guest here today. I'm so excited. Yay! Yes. I love it. I'd like to introduce Paul Cash, General Counsel with Wyndham Hotels. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Leon and Miranda. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Great. Awesome. Doing well. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for spending some time with us here at Checking In at Lodging DEI Chat. And Paul, before we get into the great things that Wyndham Hotels are doing, I think it's important to, to let everyone know. Again, you heard me and Miranda talk about, look, the industry has recognized people have said things need to need to happen. Things need to happen differently. But you and I met at AHOA. Right. We, we met there. And one of the things that was really cool was that you said to me, when are you going to own a hotel? I thought it was great. Yes. Yes. I thought it was great. And so that's where we met at, uh, at Ahoa. So, Paul, tell me this. Wyndham has this a program called BOLD. What's that acronym stand for? And tell us some about that program. Well, first off, I want to thank you both for for having me. It's 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 uh, it's it's wonderful to be here to to tell our story. I do remember meeting you at a HoaCon right outside our booth. You were the most dapper man at the show, without a doubt. Uh, but it, I, it's crazy to me that 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 you know we were one of the only ones that asked you that question. It shouldn't be that way, and that's why Bold exists. But but Bold stands for Black Owners and Lodging Developers. And it is the name of our program launched at NABHOOD in July, which is designed to attract more Black entrepreneurs to hospitality and accelerate the path to hotel ownership by helping to overcome the barriers faced by African-American entrepreneurs today. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. And just from your perspective, what would you say are those barriers that are um, standing in the way of Black owners? Uh, great question, Miranda. If I could first start with how we got to Bold, which, which sure. really led to how we uncovered the barriers. It was, it was about two years ago. Um, I was in a conversation with our Spectrum Employee Resource Group, which is our uh, resource group for African-American and Black team members. And uh, I was talking with uh, the leaders of the group, Jennifer Skinner-Linton and Kevin O'Reggio, about how Spectrum uh, for which I, I am the executive sponsor and ally, how Spectrum can make a difference in the community. And uh, I believe it was Kevin who said, you know, Paul, uh, while uh, uh, approximately 19% of hotel staff um, uh, are African-American today, less than 2% of all hotels are, are Black owned, less than 1% of all hotels are owned by Black women. Why don't we start there? why don't we do what we do best and 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 make an impact on the business side uh we know how to to open hotels and help entrepreneurs um and and so we started to unpack well well why is that and and jennifer said well paul it's 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 number one it's hard to run a business today so many challenges labor regulations everything but when you layer on top of that the history of systemic racism in this country and the challenges that that poses for Black entrepreneurs, um, you know, it's 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 no surprise, unfortunately, that uh, the numbers are so small. So that was for us um, sort of a an aha moment. 
where where we said, okay, that's that's really the spark in the Wyndham Forest, and it, it lit a fire under all of us. And we said, this is unacceptable. We need to change that. Uh, we need to uh, we need to design or build an intentional program for the Black community. And that begins with figuring out what are those what are those barriers. We we, we didn't want to presume that we knew the answers, uh, that that we knew exactly what those challenges were, and so we knew that we needed to just sort of stop and do a lot of listening. And so we reached out to experts. We started with a phone call to my good friend Andy Ingram, the CEO of NABHood, and uh, then we convened a focus group, a listening session of existing and aspiring Black hoteliers. And we asked them that same question, Miranda, what are the challenges that, that you see? And, uh, and the answers uh, we, we got, Miranda, were, were everything from uh, there's, there's a lack of access to capital, Paul, that comes from the history of systemic racism in the country. It is, it is everything from uh, an inability to, to, to get the right financing opportunities, connections to lenders, not necessarily having those angel networks to come up with that equity to buy your first hotel. It's, it's lack of access to opportunity, to the deals. Um, and it's in part also, this was a bit of a surprise, um, with lack of, lack of direct experience in that black entrepreneurs didn't necessarily grow up in the hotel industry uh, in contrast, for example, to, you know, maybe, maybe, um, uh, you know, others, others in the space. And so, uh, you know, the, the, the moments where you need to address those challenges, capital, connections, expertise, and, and those were the barriers we sought to overcome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm a big fan of Andy, um, even though he publicly called me a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> um, so I was looking at the Wyndham website and it mentions the building blocks of BOLD. Could you take us through the two pillars of BOLD? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. So uh, directly coming out of that focus group uh, that we held down in Orlando with, with luminaries like Andy, Floyd Pitts, uh, who's, who's an amazing consultant who had done that for other hospitality companies in the past. He's built similar DNI programs. Tracy Prigmore, if she has a deal, Davon Reeves, Elliot Estes, you know, this group got together, they said, you need, you need to build two pillars. Uh, why? Uh, the first reason was you, you, you need a pillar to, to build the pipeline, to expand the funnel, if you will, because, you know, while 20% of, uh, of Black Americans are starting or running a business today, hotel ownership just isn't necessarily top of mind. So we need to build that need to build that pipeline. And so our laying the foundation prong is all about doing that. It's all about um, uh, building that pipeline through education and networking events, like like one we recently held a couple weeks ago down in Stonecrest, Georgia, with nearly 100 incredible uh, Black entrepreneurs who came from all over the country to learn about hotel ownership as a potential path to wealth creation. Is it is it is it for me? Every every entrepreneur is different. Uh, we talked about uh, you know financing. We talked about uh, you know running a hotel. It's not like real estate. It's about it's running a business. And so uh, education and networking events like that are so critical uh, to help Black entrepreneurs consider whether hotel ownership is something that might be right for them. And we also had educational materials and access to experts. It was it was a really incredible day. Um, so that's that's number one. You've got to build the pipeline. 
in order to have a better result on the other side. And the goal is simply to increase the number of black hoteliers. Uh, so we had a great event there. But then the other side um, uh, was the accelerator. And how do we accelerate the path for those entrepreneurs who already know that they're ready, but they can't get access to the capital, they can't get access to the deals, et cetera. And so that approach, um, accelerating the path, has, has a few elements. Um, you know, first, uh, enhanced capital support. Um, and what's really important here is that we didn't want to build something cookie cutter. We didn't want to presume that every single entrepreneur is exactly the same, quite the contrary. We wanted to come up with something that, you know, we say it's, it's not off, that there's nothing off the shelf with this program, but there's also nothing off the table. Uh, so we approach every single deal and every owner as unique and try to meet them where, 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 meet that entrepreneur where she is in her journey and say, what do you need in terms of key money or discounts? What might you need in terms of revenue management or sales support? Um, so that's number one. And then number two, we have a dedicated team helping uh, the entrepreneur to uncover financing opportunities, get access to lenders. And of course, we leverage the scale of Wyndham to, uh, to, to just provide, you know, special supplier discounts. That's sort of the baseline part of the accelerator program, but there's one more piece. Uh, my, 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 my good friend, Tracy Prigmore, uh, said to me um, at the last NYU conference uh, in the city, uh, we were talking and she said, Paul, there are many uh, capable, experienced, qualified black entrepreneurs who've been to use her words, hanging around the hoop for years, wanting to do a deal, and we just can't get access to the deals. They're stuck in, I'll just say it, an, an, an old boys club, uh, an old white boys club network, uh, whatever. Uh, they're not getting access to the deals. Uh, they're getting, if they even see the offering memorandum, they're getting ghosted by the broker. Um, and they certainly are struggling to get access to, to the capital. So she said, you really need to build something that brings the right market makers together. And so we, we came up with the bold incubator program that we think is, is, is pretty unique. And it's really a program designed to match qualified applicants who already have that equity that they're going to need to do a deal and match them directly with, with actionable opportunities, with committed brokers and lenders showcasing packaged hotel deals. So it's a hotel deal that matches the entrepreneur's criteria. You know, let's say she wants to do a select service hotel in the Tennessee area um, and is looking for this price point. It matches that. We've already underwritten the hotel. So Wyndham stands by ready to provide capital support. And importantly, Wyndham is bringing the brokers, lenders, and market makers in the room with the entrepreneur to make that happen. That we think is, is critical going forward and getting deals done. Wow. Wow. You've got it all covered, it, it seems. And what, what I'm liking so far, Paul, is that you have reached out to, to Blacks in the business that have been trying to get these types of things going for years. So you just didn't assume this is what's needed. You asked people and you, you've covered all of those things. We're going to talk some more about that. I'm Leon Thomas with Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. Our guest today on Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat is Paul Cash with Wyndham Hotels. We're talking about their, their bold program, the initiative to bring in more Black owners. So, Paul, let me, let me ask you this. 
with this bold program and the, the steps that you're taking to create generational wealth, more black owners, I have to believe that Wyndham is doing a lot of things internally also with, with your team members, with your employees. Highlight some of the things, some of those areas in Wyndham as well. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, Wyndham has long been committed to to, to DNI, and, and as we all know, it is it is absolutely a journey. It's a journey with really without a destination. You, you, you never quite get there. But I'm really proud of the company and have stayed because of the culture, Leon, um, and the values of which inclusivity is a core one. But I, I think the two things I would highlight the most. Um, our first are employee resource groups. Um, we have seven of them uh, uh, directed towards specific groups. And about two years ago, um, our, our CEO, uh, with the support of the full board, uh, assigned executive sponsors, his direct reports to each of these employee resource groups and said, we want to uh, empower these groups uh, to ignite them, uh, to really leverage the power of our very own team members to create change. And uh, it was exhilarating for me. It's the best part of my day, honestly, working with the likes of, of Kevin and Jennifer from Spectrum and now Sean Wiggins, who's who's also part of that. And uh, and there's there's great mentoring that goes along with the program, but we are we are affecting change inside the company and outside the company through great things like uncomfortable conversations about race with our CEO and our CHRO at the table um, with having uh, uh, one of my favorites book clubs. You see this book, uh, Isabel Wilkerson's cast behind me. Um, we have a great book club uh, where we're, we're, we're all reading and, and, and talking about books that deal with issues of race and really trying to ignite that conversation. And so that I think has been really powerful. It's all about the culture. And so that's starting to change the culture has been, has been really powerful. And, uh, and, and, and one of the, the recent developments that uh, we're really excited about is that our Spectrum Employee Resource Group is now part of a consortium. Uh, they call them BERGs, Black Employee Resource Groups. It's part of the BERG consortium with Microsoft, with Nike, with other large major companies. We're exchanging best practices. What can we do better to affect more change? So that's, that's super exciting for us. Um, the other thing uh, that comes uh, to me top of mind is our Women Own the Room program. Uh, which I uh, believe we were the first major hotel company to launch a program uh, designed specifically to address um, uh, the needs of women developers. Uh, as, as I'm sure you know from Castell Research, you know, one in every 10 uh, hotel developers is a woman. Uh, it's far too low. Um, so, uh, you know, again, we, we <laughs> my computer is saying it's going to restart. No, I don't think so. Uh, we are, don't you love it when that happens? Right. Uh, uh, we, we, you know, women on the room, uh, we designed from the ground up. We said, let's take a step back. We heard from uh, a good friend, Trisha Patel, who was our first women on the room member, uh, who told us, uh, look, she had a great opportunity to do a deal uh, um, and uh, went, went to the, the, the loan analyst applied for the loan, uh, was denied, uh, even though everything hunted, all of the metrics were solid. She comes back with her husband the next day, who happened to be someone in the industry. Guess what? The deal was approved. Um, and that was, you know, we heard that story from Trisha and we said, this, this, this is unacceptable. 
And so we built a, a, a different program for women on the room. It's, it's very different from bold because we're addressing, you know, a, a different, a different group. Uh, but it's been wonderful. Um, couple dozen um, hotels in the pipeline. It's it's been uh, it's been a, a wonderful program. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know if you had a chance to go see our event at Ahoacon Leon. It was standing room only, uh, with incredible women entrepreneurs from the industry there to learn about hospitality. And uh, super excited about it. And it's got everybody, everybody internally really just just jazzed. Yeah. I love that name. Women own the room. Like I, I can't get enough of it. I absolutely love it. And for your next book in your book club, may I recommend the 1619 project by Nicole Hannah Jones, if you've not already read it. Um, um, yes, I have. And I do, but that is a great, we have not yet done that in the book club. So that's a great idea. I love that idea. I'm right in the middle and I'm just, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> I, I will I will reciprocate if you haven't read it already. Uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama. It's a fantastic book. Yes, yes. I just finished that. So wonderful, good. Wonderful book. So good. Um, so now we're a DEI podcast and a book recommendation. <laughs> Leon's book club. Why not? Why not? <laughs> no, women own the room. It's Miranda's book club. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love that too. I love that too. Okay. Um, let me have just a little palate cleanser. Um, we were just talking about Thanksgiving and food and Leon and I were exchanging um, how, how we celebrated the holiday. What is your favorite food at Thanksgiving or day of gathering or indigenous people's day? Uh, yeah, no, great question. Uh, well, I'll tell what, uh, what we had planned to do this Thanksgiving. Um, I've got a smoker in the backyard. I was going to try to smoke a turkey for the first time. And uh, uh, my daughter and I make everything from apple pie to uh, what uh, my dad calls fancy German mac and cheese, Käseschwitzle, and uh, which is my favorite thing to eat and make. Um, and of course, candied yams. Uh, but uh, man plans, God laughs. We all got sick and we ended up ordering in. Uh, so, uh, but it was still nice, still nice. Um, had some, still had some good candied yams. So, but that was, it was just good to be together, right? Yeah. We always good to be together. Yes. Yeah. Now, Paul, while we're on food, mm. while we're on food, uh -oh. and after we talk about the food stuff, <laughs> then I'll go to Miranda for one, one more question. And, but let's let's talk about you. You know what I'm going to ask because I know we, what we ask it on every every episode. <laughs> we, we know what we talk about here. Have you had a Maryland crab cake? Um, I'm I'm going to confess. Uh, I, I can't lie to you. I I, I have. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in a small town in central Illinois. You know, on the river in Illinois, that there, there, there aren't a whole lot of crab cakes. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, when this small town boy uh, uh, went to uh, Hocon, for example, down in Baltimore. Right. Um, I probably did order a Maryland crab cake on the menu, and um, it was okay. actually really good, though. It was really good. <laughs> See, if you were in Maryland, it was just called crab cake, right? If you if you got it from Maryland, it was crab cake. It wasn't Maryland crab cake. But let's let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Yes. We're going to get together. I'll invite you to Baltimore, and Miranda, you can come too. And let's get our producers. Let's get everybody together. You can play racquetball with the kids in the racquetball program at racquetballrevival.com. You can play racquetball. And then after that, we'll go get a crab cake. How about that? Deal. Sold. I'll All be there. right. Let's right on. I love right it. On. I love it. Um, so back to bold, just briefly. Um, so you guys have incubator events, correct? Mm. Yes. Did you, did you want to share anything about that? I'd love to hear more about it. 
Um, incubator is really, uh, it's evolved into a program. It's, it's not just a static event. These are, we're trying to directly connect qualified applicants with brokers and deals on a, on a rolling basis. But uh, we did recently have down in Stonecrest, Georgia, our very first laying the foundation educational event. It was unbelievable. And how it came together is the best part. Vaughn and Cassandra Irons are two incredible entrepreneurs um, uh, uh, and our first bold members who are building a 110 room trip by Wyndham right at the mall at Stonecrest. They have a $35 million adaptive reuse project uh, turning the old Sears and the mall into a lifestyle destination, really completely changing the community. And, and the way Vaughn says it to me, he said, Paul, uh, you know, we entrepreneurs and, and just the community here, we, 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 we like uh, lifestyle things. We live at a high level. We want to have an art gallery. We want to have fine dining. We want to have all these things available to us and not have to go into Atlanta. So I want to build a lifestyle destination to change my community. And I want a brand that's going to allow for that flexibility. There's a lifestyle brand, but it also brings the community, the locality into the hotel with black art. We said Trip by Wyndham is the perfect brand for you. So that's what he's building there. But Vaughn said, let me host your first event, Wyndham. I believe so much in this program. I want to be the host. And so he pulled out his Rolodex, opened up his event space, which is beautiful, by the way. Go to Privy uh, down in Stonecrest. You'll have a great time with the family. There's an aquarium there. And, he, and we had nearly 100 incredible entrepreneurs there spending the entire day. We had our entire executive team our CEO, CMO, CHRO, the entire executive team spent the full day uh, with these entrepreneurs working through keynotes. Um, uh, what, what does hotel ownership look like? How does financing work? How does operations work? We had roundtables with experts at tables with you know six to seven you know entrepreneurs talking about their questions, answering their questions. It was it was incredible. And uh, uh, to make it even even nicer, we brought the La Quinta Brand Council, met there on site. So we had the experienced La Quinta hotel owners uh, mingling uh, with, with, with the bold attendees. And it was just, it was just a love fest, lots of great energy in the room and positivity. And so hopefully out of that, uh, you know, a few entrepreneurs will say, hey, hotel ownership isn't for me. I've thought about it. Uh, but hopefully many will say, this is great. I now know who to call. I know, I, I know enough. I know where I need to learn more. I can get access to experts and they'll go to the next, to the next step, which might be an incubator. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Fantastic. I'm yeah. just, I'm such a big fan of this program. This is amazing. It's incredible what you guys are doing. How many owners would you say are in the bold program now? Uh, the pipeline, which we've said publicly is, is over a dozen. Uh, so uh, Vaughn and Cassandra were the first uh, signing. There have been uh, more signings, which we haven't announced yet publicly, but it's, but it's a pipeline of over a dozen. But the list of, uh, of entrepreneurs who are, who are actually looking uh, at, at a potential bull deal is, is, is long, is yeah. long, which is great. It's fantastic. That's great. So great to hear. Wow. I... Wyndham, no, right that... on. Yeah, right I, on. I, I I give it all Leon to our our team members. I mean, yeah. this this idea it, this is all because we we stopped and listened to the team, to Kevin, yeah. Jennifer, to Sean, and the board, and my CEO, and everyone embraced it, and so it's it's yeah. it's the culture that made it happen. I love it. I love it. Now, Paul, if someone wants to find out 
more information about Bold and about Wyndham? How do they do that? Uh, two ways. Uh, they can go to boldbywyndham.com, uh, which you see right there on the screen, boldbywyndham.com, or you can reach out to me. Uh, my pledge is that I will I will get back to anyone who writes me, uh, paul.cash at wyndham.com, and, uh, and help to provide guidance if I can, whether Bold is for you. Uh, but uh, that the easiest way is to go to boldbywyndham.com. You can register there. And uh, a team member from Wyndham will reach right up to you. Yeah. Paul, we're looking forward to just great success with Wyndham and, and Bold. And maybe let's check back in another six, seven months or so. Let's see how things are going. And maybe even have some of the owners on, on an episode with us. Yes. Wow. Yes. We would love that. We would love that. I would love to be your first be back. All right. Okay. <laughs> You're on. You're on. You're on. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for spending time with us here at Checking In. We appreciate it so much. Thank you. Both. Thank you. Thank you. Miranda, wow. Huh? Is this great or what? You know, you and I have been saying for what, two years that everybody's just talking the talk? Well, Wyndham and Bold are walking the walk or yeah. doing the things. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. This is great. What a What a great episode. Yeah, great conversation with Paul and great information. Again, that's Bold by Wyndham. Yeah, this is great. Let's go to our studio host, Orrin Stewart. Hey, Orrin. Great, great episode. Another great show, you all. Thank you. This has been an amazing episode that you do not want to miss. Please, please make sure that you tune in continuously to our show here at Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm your studio host, Orrin Stewart. Take care. <laughs>